welcome to the Fulfilled Life Project. I'm Chrysanthi Finn, a wife and mama of three littles who is massively passionate about finding fulfillment in the ordinary and helping you do the same. The intention with this podcast is to have you leaving every episode feeling fired up for life, ready to find joy in the ordinary, and ready to ditch that same stuff, different day mindset. Let's get fulfilled. Hey friend, I am super excited to record this episode today and I want to really call emphasis to the fact that I just called you friend because here's the deal. If you are tuning into this podcast, maybe it's your first time or maybe you are already hooked and you're tuning in every single Monday when I drop a new episode, I want you to find friendship in this podcast. I want you to come here and listen to me and know that I am your friend. And if you turn around and reach out to me on social media, I promise you that I will reply and I will be there for you like a friend. That being said, we're going to dive into today's topic. And today's topic is all about finding fulfillment in friendship. Okay. I feel like I could go on and on about this topic of friendship. It is one that has been on my heart so much lately. And whenever I feel a topic come to mind over and over and over again, I know that it's God calling me to talk about it. So here we are. And I have a feeling that this is going to become um, a topic that I cover more than once, maybe doing a follow-up episode or a series, because I think there's so much to be said about friendship. And I think it's something that needs to be talked about. I think it's something that needs to be learned so that we can make the most of friendships because I really I really feel that we were put on this earth to cultivate friendships, right? To come together. We've talked about that before. We are better when we are together. But <laughs> if you are in the same stage of life as me, um, now being married and having kids and having gone through years of school and college and, you know, having children and moving and all of the things – you know that there are different seasons and different friendships. And I I know that there are friendships that, um, you know, maybe you've been friends with someone for your entire life and that's really cool and you've gone through those seasons together. I also know that there are friends for a season, meaning that maybe you were great friends at the season when you needed that friendship the most. And that doesn't discount that friendship. It just means that it served its purpose for the season you were in But then once you moved on from that season, maybe the friendship kind of grew apart. One of my favorite things to see, I feel like the first time I saw it was either in a doctor's office, maybe in like the bathroom at the doctor's office. I don't even know. But it's something like, I'm totally going to botch it. Um, Friends are like stars. You can't always see them, but they're always there. Or true friends are like stars. You can't always see them and they're always there. Um, And I love that because when you have those friends for a season, I feel like I know that I've had friends for a season who, in for most in in most examples, I could call them today and say, I need a friend, and they would be there for me. Obviously, there are things that happen, friendships fall apart. But if you have a friend for a season, like I can think of friends that were my best friends in high school, um, friends that when I was going through grad school and we were going through a program together, we could, you know help each other. We would talk all the time. And then the program ends and life changes and the season changes. And we don't talk every day anymore. And it doesn't mean that we're not friends anymore. It just means that the season changed. 
right? So I want you to think about that. But again, there are so many little subtopics I could go off on, but what I really want to focus on today is finding fulfillment in your friendships. Because let's face it, not all friendships are fulfilling. Some friendships can be draining. But I think that what's cool about growing older and going through life experiences is that you can start to fine tune your standards when it comes to friendship. I have a great friend, um, Molly, who I would probably venture to say that when I became friends with her was right about the time that I had that shift in perspective when I realized that I could have standards for friendship. She helped me to define those standards. Let me explain. When I met her, um, we had so much fun in this summer job that we worked together. We were we brought out the goofy side in each other, but we could also talk about the serious stuff. We could connect on serious levels. We could really count on each other. Um, I know that if I called her right now and needed her, she would drop everything and run. Um, and that that is a friendship that is with withheld the test of time or withstood the test of time, I guess it would be. But the thing is this, when we first became friends, I noticed something very quickly. I noticed that she made me want to be a better person. There was just something about her that made me want to be better. I can't pinpoint it exactly, but that gave me this warm, fuzzy feeling of like that. That's the true meaning of friendship. That is finding fulfillment in friendship. When you find a friend who makes you want to show up as a better version of yourself, and again, we're not talking about competing, right? We talked about that a couple weeks ago. If you missed it, go back and listen. I'm talking about you just approach life with the idea that like, hey, I want to be the best version of myself. I want to do better. I want to be more kind. I want to serve the world. I want to serve others. I want to make an impact. She was the first friend who really was that person for me. And I don't know if it was, I think it was a combination of things. I think it was a combination of the fact that she's just an amazing, amazing person. To know her is to love her. Um, I think it was also a turning point in my life, a point where I was no longer um, a child. I was entering adolescence. I was still going through a lot of crazy experiences and still, you know, I was in college at the time. But I just realized that this friendship redefined friendship for me. And I think another thing that I noticed, so the first thing that I that I would categorize the new standard I had for friendship was, like I said, she made me want to be a better person. And I think that's standard number one, at least for me it is. She made me want to be a better person. Standard number two was communication. For the first time, this friendship was one that we said to each other, hey, From this point on in our friendship, if you're upset with me about something or you don't like the way I'm doing something or you think that I'm not fulfilling my greatest potential and I'm not really doing what I should be doing, call me out on it. Tell me. How often do people, do quote unquote friends, get upset with one another And instead of talking about it and addressing the issue, they either brush it under the rug until it festers up and explodes, or they may even go and talk about them to other people and gossip. And then the friendship ends 
And it might end quietly, it might end with no drama, or it might be really hurtful. But for whatever reason, we had this this insight to say, hey, let's have open communication. If I make you upset in any way, tell me so that I can make it better. If I'm not showing up in the way that you think is best, tell me so that I can make it better. And those two standards are the standards that have shaped me over the last two decades, was knowing that I can choose friendships that leave me feeling fulfilled, that leave me wanting to be a better person, because we know that fulfillment means you're living up to your true potential, right? You are doing what's best for you in the purpose you were called to fulfill. And so when I found that I could find friends who do that, everything changed. And when I laid out the line, laid it on the line that we were going to have open communication, everything changed. Because now when I meet new friends and I develop new friendships, those are the standards that are always in the back of my mind. And now I meet a lot of people, the phase of life that I'm in right now with kids and the kids are going to school and they're meeting new friends at school and uh, going to church and going to the neighborhood pool and all of those things. We're in a position where our community is growing, our community is expanding, and we're meeting new people and new friendships are forming. But I have this standard that if you're going to be in my circle, in the tightest part of my circle, you're going to do those two things. You are going to make me want to show up as a better version of myself, and hopefully I'll do the same, and we're going to have open communication. Now, that's not to say that I meet people, and maybe they're just the friend that, you know, we grab a drink after the Board of Ed meeting, (laughs) or maybe we go and have dinner after our kids play football together, or we see each other at a neighborhood event, and we're friends. We are friends, right? But that close friendship is the fulfilling one. Does that make sense? Like I said, I know that I can dig deeper into that and we'll go over all of the different types of friendships in a future episode. But for right now, I just want to go over the fact that you can have fulfilling friendships. And if the friendships you are in are not fulfilling, that doesn't mean you need to cut those people off because I do feel like there's still a reason for them to be in your presence, right? There's still a reason for you two to interact, but the true friendships that are going to fulfill you are going to be those ones that make you want to be a better person and that have open communication. There's a great quote that says, a true friendship refreshes the soul. Friend, when you're going out and you are giving of your time, spending your time confiding in a friend, does it feel refreshing to your soul? Or are you in a situation like we talked about last week where you're complaining and they're not trying to encourage you to find the good? Or are you in a situation like we talked about two weeks ago where you're comparing and you're tearing her down, or she's tearing you down, or she's gossiping behind your back, or you're gossiping behind her back, because let's face it, we can be ugly in friendships too. Those are not fulfilling friendships that refresh the soul. Find friends who want to make you better. Now, I know all of this to be true, and I know that God has called me to share this with you because there is a Bible verse, Thessalonians 5.11. I don't know if I'm saying that right, Thessalonians. I'm going to I'm going to say it 
that way. I'm going to keep saying it that way. Fun fact, my father was an immigrant from Greece and he came from Thessaloniki. So whenever I see Thessalonians in the Bible, it just makes me warm and fuzzy. But anyway, I digress. Thessalonians 5 verse 11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. It's right there in the Bible. It is right there in the Bible that we were put on this earth to encourage one another and build each other up. So when you meet someone, your sole purpose should be to encourage one another and build each other up. Imagine what the world would be like if we thought that way. Imagine what our days would be like, what our circles would be like, what our neighborhoods would be like, what our country would be like if we said, okay, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. That's friendship. That's fulfillment. That's what I want you to chase. Friendship should be fulfilling. If it is sucking your soul, if it is leaving you drained, if it is leading you to complain and to compare and to gossip, then it's not a fulfilling friendship. Find the fulfilling friendships. And of course, I'm going to say this. It's always going to start with you. It's always going to start with how you show up in a friendship. You can only go as far as you're willing to extend yourself, right? So always show up as that person. But know that your truest friendships are going to be the ones that are fulfilling, where you're showing up to be a better version of yourself because you are inspired by that other person. And the beautiful thing is, then you get to do that and be that person for them. Find friends who make you want to be better. Find friendships that refresh your soul. Encourage one another and build each other up. I can't wait to hear about your encouraging friendships, your fulfilling friendships. Now, let me just say, disclaimer, don't go off of this podcast, just like I said last week about the complainers. Don't go off of this podcast and complain to your friends and tell them how they have not been showing up to fulfill you. Instead, evaluate yourself. This always starts within. Don't go and clear out your friendships, but evaluate How are you showing up as a friend? Could you show up better? But then also think about your true friends. Think about the ones, or maybe there's just one, who fits those standards. Or maybe those standards aren't yours. Define your standards. And go out and embrace those fulfilling friendships. We were meant to do this together. We weren't meant to do it alone. I'm here for you, friend. I'm excited for you. Let's get fulfilled. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I pray that you are leaving here feeling more fulfilled than ever, that you are ready to go out and live your best life. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and share it with your best girlfriend. Put it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you for helping to spread the word about the Fulfilled Life Project. Until next time, girl, see you later.